what are the secret marketing strategies that could actually work for you and your team and your brand? You might be seeing so many different things happening out there, right? There are experts who have landing pages and virtual everything in terms of trainings, masterminds, events, and there's in-person events, and there's ads, and there are Facebook groups, TikTok. Now there's a new app called Threads by Facebook and Instagram. But which ones are the right ones for you? There's email marketing, SEO. What do you need to focus on? And the answer for you could actually be a lot different than the answers for, say, if you are a chiropractor, acupuncturist, uh, aesthetician, salon owner, functional medicine doctor, the methods for you, someone who owns um, a niche exercise market business, the Solutions for you are going to be a lot different than, say, a marketing agency like ourselves, right? Who pumps out a show and magazine article almost every week. And then conversely, on top of that, the strategies that are going to work for a coach and a consultant are going to be a lot different than, again, someone who owns a um, homeopathic medicine practice, right? So it's not really a secret. The thing is, is that, right? Because it's the the reason that there's the word secret in this title is because that's a hot topic word that performs well. It gets people to listen and pay attention. And, um, but it's not actually a secret, right? If in fact, it's quite the opposite, right? You're, you're bombarded with emails, DMs, things in your feed about how to grow your business. Try this strategy. We'll fill your calendar with hundreds of appointments. Um, the LinkedIn strategy of PMing individual leads and sales calls, bookers, and... Facebook, again, like there's so much information out there that it's like blared in your face and there's so much noise that you almost get to the point where you're like, I don't even want to deal with it anymore. I cannot wait until the moment when I can just totally let go of it, right? Like you don't want to touch it at all at this point. There's just too much stuff. And what you're really great at is serving your clients with your team, you actually have a personality of, if you're listening to this, you're likely one of those high achieving business leaders who is charismatic, is loved by your patients and clients, and you have an amazing, phenomenal team, and they're excellent at what they do, but running your social media, your email list, your SEO, like that's not your thing and it's not their thing, and neither does it want, like does anyone on your staff or yourself actually want to be the ones dealing with this. So that's where you run into the conundrum, right? Like you're just posting stuff as clients come in, you're taking pictures of it, or you're using stock imagery, or one day you're talking about this and one day you're talking about that. And 
but there's no real sequence or strategy to it, right? It's just kind of like putting a Band-Aid on, like, you know that you need to get your word out there. You know, you need to get your mission and your message out there. Um, But like, you're just kind of winging it (laughs) or you've trusted marketing agencies or ad strategists in the past who make dumb mistakes, right? And mistakes happen. They're just part of human life, right? I mean, we're talking about AI so much nowadays, but then there's always also so much value put behind human beings and human beings make mistakes. We're not robots. And guess what? Robots make mistakes too. Actually, half of the things that happen that are glitches are technical difficulties, right? Um, But maybe you've dealt with teams who uh, made big promises and then didn't really deliver, fell flat, um, took a really long time to deliver things on a much more expanded timeline and just didn't feel like there was much momentum or you just didn't feel like they got you. There's also a lot of bro marketers out there um, and maybe they're proposing things that are really masculine energy that are just not in alignment with you, but whatever, you'll trust the experts, right? But before you know it, you can't quite put your finger on the last time that you feel like it actually worked. We actually have been able to niche down the our ideal clients. And when we work with them, the ability that they have to completely let go of their online marketing and trust that we've got it, that we're on top of it, that we're communicating every day. If they want to be communicating every day, that we're providing insights, we're providing statistics, and they're experiencing the highest revenue months yet just by making the move forward of working with us and letting go of their marketing. And with each individual industry, there is a specific marketing strategy that works. And like I said, you know, the the strategies for a marketing agency aren't going to be the same strategy as a consultant or a coach or a practitioner or a doctor. Everybody has their own different marketing strategies that could work for you. So which strategies could be right for you? So what we're finding is a holistic approach to everything. <laughs> it's kind of all the things, but the beauty of it is that it doesn't have to be all the things at once. So for an expert who's a practitioner, who you have a team and you're like right at the cusp of seven figures, if not, you've already crossed the threshold and you just want to run your business. You like want to have as little to do with your marketing as possible, but you're going to be a team player and you're you're going to give insight when insight is needed. Um, We're finding that on the secret strategies across all platforms are as such of what we're finding that works. Number one, in-person events are big now. Everybody, like guys, I don't even want to talk about COVID anymore. (laughs) I got a text this morning from a family member who has COVID, but like people are kind of over it in terms of the marketing world. Like they want to get together. They want to be in person. They want to feel into each other's energy. And especially if you have a local business that's a brick and mortar, you are going to thrive with that. And 
the ability to host those in-person events and then you're marketing them on your email, on um, your social media, not, you know, putting them on your website as an upcoming event and um, also sending text messages to your contacts and also on LinkedIn and, but there's different ways to promote it on each platform. And uh, what we're finding then is like LinkedIn, people are going on there whenever, so we're, we're just kind of covered in person, right? In-person events, yes, do them. Also, you or someone on your team, get out there as much as you can with networking, masterminds, events, because you're going to create those connections and then they're going to start following you on social media or joining your email list. And then they're going to hear from you again and again and again and again. But that energetic connection that you create when you meet someone in person or even virtually somewhere is phenomenal. So um, what are the different strategies on the different platforms that could be right for you? Again, this is if you're a holistic health and wellness and beauty expert who just transforms the lives of your ideal clients in a way that is just a complete package. You're just changing their lives. Whenever they step through your doors or you step through their doors, they just feel a huge sense of relief. And so what we're finding is on LinkedIn, what they're looking for is education. What we like to call phase two posts. They're inspirational, motivational, educational. They want knowledge, wisdom, value. They don't necessarily want to be sold. And those more bite-sized content, they're not making a deep enough connection on LinkedIn. And what's huge on LinkedIn are the features that they have, like Sales Navigator, that allows you to... For you, and it's not going to be necessarily your clients, it allows you to fine tune your referral partners. And what we do for our clients is, for example, we fine tune the referral partners, find them on LinkedIn. We're not selling them anything. We're like, hey, we're just connecting. And then that boosts the algorithm of, okay, this account is active on LinkedIn. We're going to show it to more people. And then we're creating content that's engaging and educational. So then on Instagram, what we're finding content-wise, reels are still big and paying attention to the trends of reels and trending sounds and, and things that are people are posting that are on trend, that's important too. And people on uh, Instagram tend to more like image, video, swipe through, image, video, swipe through. And uh, what performs better is actually on Instagram, if you are posting copy with a series of images, not just one, because then people swipe through them, they get curious, they see, ooh, those little dots, they want to swipe, they want to see what's next, a reel, reel is big, graphics are not big. The only time that graphics really perform well is whenever you are creating a series of graphics that allows them to swipe through, they get curious, they want to read what's next. And for it to have like captivating text on it, like you wouldn't want to have a graphic that's like upcoming event, February 5th, like that's not going to perform well. The algorithm is going to flag it as a graphic and think it's an ad and not give, you know, and people are just not going to give a hoop. But when, if, when it's a graphic, you want to have like engaging text that's either, again, humorous, motivational, inspirational, educational, uh, that's bite-sized. And you don't want to have too much stuff to swipe through because we were like, okay, all right, I get it already. Like typically like four or five swipe throughs are good. And 
On Instagram, you cannot have a link within the captions or the comments. They're not clickable. People are not going to copy and paste, even if they could. So you want to have those links in the bio. And the exciting thing about Instagram is now they're allowing for more than one link in the bio. So you have multiple links in the bio. So maybe you have something to your blog or newsletter, but don't call it a newsletter because that's boring. And or um, your shop, right? So that's, you know, the best way to go on Instagram that could work for you. And then on Facebook, it's different. You don't want to have multiple images proposed because Facebook tends to separate them according to which image performed best. And then it's kind of just hanging solo and confusing people of like, what is this? Especially if it's a, like a graphic that's part of a sequence. And it's the same thing. Like you don't want to create a graphic that's not going to be engaging. If you're going to create a graphic, it has to be like, Actually, I just say stay away from graphics on Facebook if you can. I know that there's certain posts that you're like, I really don't have an image for this. What should I do? Um, so what I would suggest to you is to use their native their native option to do the block text quotes, right? And so you've seen them. They're either a primary color or a gradient color, or there's little images, and then there's the big bold text. And it's there's a limit to how many how many characters you can use. But that performs much better than you creating a graphic saying the same exact thing. And then what you could do is you could maybe do the hook, the most interesting part of the post in that and then do like an emoji or a down arrow symbol to like read more in the comments. And then right away, you can comment with the rest of the post. And that way people are actually engaging with it and it's telling the algorithm like, oh, this post is already getting comments. And then if you're trying to lead them to something, the best thing that you can do on Facebook is not to put the link within the captions, but rather to tell them to put it within the comments and same strategy applies. So then, um, the nice thing about it, though, is that Facebook really is a, a platform where people are reading longer form, but, you know, they want to see your face. So when you're working with a marketing team like us, we the first thing that we come in and do is we spend time with you and your clients and we take pictures and videos for hours at your location so that we have a nice bank of content that doesn't require for you to continuously keep giving us stuff. And then we infiltrate ourselves like right within your location when we're doing this and we're listening to everything. So that way we can embody your voice. We can understand your team. We can understand your clients. And it actually creates a stronger connection with your clients when you do such a thing because they are going to feel appreciative of you because it's typically a day when you're pampering them with food and beverages makeup, maybe getting a makeup artist on site. And it just gives you a day to like connect with your best clients who then serve as also social proof that your clients love you because we grab testimonials about how amazing they feel that they are. We just did this with a client recently and we were just super happy with each other at the end of the day, just high-fiving, having a lot of fun and creating content that they're finding by the way, that as we've, our clients find that as we do this, their content and their engagement and their insights skyrocket. I mean, we just did a collaborative campaign for our collective clients who were good referral partners with one another, and they uh, gained, 
you know, at least 500 new emails on their email lists. They, their engagement skyrocketed. They had hundreds of comments, uh, new comments on their content. And then they had leads that we were able to reach out to for them to create a connection and give them a special offer. It was phenomenal. So, you know, and, and that was a good strategy for Instagram and Facebook. And then on LinkedIn and their email list, we just sent everybody over there. What we're finding on, um, we don't do much with TikTok. I'm just going to be honest with you. We, we are finding that what we can do is any reels that we create on Instagram, we just put it on TikTok. And, um, you don't really want to sell people on TikTok. You don't want long firm copy. Like people just want to be entertained. They just want to swipe through. They like things that are funny, inspirational. Um, so, you know, on to the next. With your email strategy, you don't need to worry about making a nice, long, pretty newsletter that takes you forever. I find that I think newsletter is a dirty word. It's boring. Nobody Nobody gives a hoot about your newsletter. Like who cares but you? And you've spent hours and hours on putting this pretty thing together with bold titles and images and all these different topics. And you send it once a month and yeah, people open it and maybe they read it and maybe you do get um, a couple leads from it. And that's beautiful because, you know, sometimes all I need that an email needs to do is to just be seen in an inbox in order for your ideal clients to remember that you exist. So it's good that you are consistent and clear and compelling, but it's not necessarily compelling. Like they're not going to read everything in this really long form email and with all these different images and topics. So what we find is effective for you is if they're actually hearing from you more often, but more bite-sized content. And that doesn't have all these graphics and pictures on it because then the inboxes kind of flag it. This could be spam. You want it to look like a personal email from you. And uh, some of our clients might go, well, I just feel like they're hearing too much from me. Well, good. If they're hearing too much from you and they want to unsubscribe, let them unsubscribe. Why are you paying for your email service? If you're afraid to email people, right? Like let people lean in who really want to hear from you, who are going to be your clients and buy from you from this content, right? And so we do have a nice blend that, that our clients tell us of like, they love how there's certain times when we really want your, your clients to pay attention and we might email them five times that week, but then we give them a break for a couple of weeks. So that way they're not hearing too much from you, and then it increases the open, open rate, the often, I just made a new word, the open rate thereafter. And what about your website and your SEO? Well, that's where I would suggest to you that you want to ensure that you have either an event section or a blog in order for you to um, be able to um, have new topics that you are posting on your blog every week, if not more, but probably every, every week is fine, or at least once a month that you're infiltrating with keywords that you know your ideal clients are searching. And this tells the search engines also, oh, this website is relevant. It gets updated weekly. It's a good source to send people to. Rather than it being an old website that hasn't been updated for months or years, then they might think mm, it might be an old source that I don't want to like, we don't want to necessarily give to people, right? Now, what about ads? 
So glad you asked. There are two separate types of ad forms that could work for you. Now, there are ads that could be lead generating, and I would suggest to only push those to clients who are already, or leads that are already warm to you. They already know you, they already know your brand, they're perhaps already on your email list, or they already like your pages. That's who you should send, especially if you have a higher ticket item. Then there is the awareness types of ads, and that's how you can then grow your list from cold leads to warm leads that then turn into clients because then you could retarget them with the ads that are um, for gaining leads. And depending on your clients, for those ads that you're trying to get people in to book with you or to buy your products, uh, then I would recommend to you to have some sort of special offer, either a free complimentary initial session or, but if you're a coach, this isn't going to work for you. This is if you're a service-based practitioner or business leader or aesthetician or a beauty expert um, a or a special offer to work with you. Like do the math on what's your cost of an initial initial session and just charge that. And then once they come and work with you, you will create that deeper connection and make sure that you have a system to upsell them to more, of course. Otherwise, you're just getting people in and out of your door who are looking for low ticket items. So that's my spiel for you today. I didn't have a guest for the show and I thought, hmm, what am I feeling called for? I'm feeling called to call in more of our ideal marketing clients. We do have growth currently in our team and we have space for you if you are a holistic wellness or beauty expert who is loved by your community, loved by your clients, loved by your team, you have a good growing team and you're right on the cusp of, you know, you're at the multi six figure mark, or maybe you're at right at the cusp of seven figures and you're just looking to just let go. And I am telling you that energetic release of just letting go to someone who knows what they're doing is going to be outstanding. I'm so excited to hear from you. If you are someone who would love to work with our marketing agency, you can simply email us at info at mediacreativeagency.com. And if you are a business who, a business owner who isn't quite there yet, you're not, you're, you're just like starting out. You're, you listen to the show because you find that it's good information about how to grow your business then I have a coaching program for you. It's my one-on-one -on -one program and it's called R&R &R, and it's where we just breathe life into you and your business so that you cannot wait to get up every single morning and run your show and while you're watching more and more of your ideal clients inquire in your inbox as we are working through energetic strategies that are fully in alignment for you. If you're not there yet either, I do have my book, The Minimalist Method, for the Emerging Entrepreneur's Guide to Peace and Prosperity. It's my book. You can buy it on Amazon, Barnes and Noble, and the audiobook version will be available in the future as well. I'm here for you. Bye.